listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. You know why I thug them, fuck them, love them, leave them because I don't fucking need them. Take them out the hood, keep them looking good, but I don't fucking feed them. First time they fuss, I'm breathing. Talk about what's, what's the, the reason? reason? I'm a pimpin' ever since of the word, bitch. bitch. Never trust, never leave them. Uh, in the cut where I keep them. Till I need a nut, till I need to be the guts to this beat, beat. Then I'm picking them up. Then I let them play with the dick of the truck. Many chicks wanna play, put jigger fist in cuffs. Divorce them and split his bucks. Just because he got good head, I'ma I'm break bread. bread so you could be living, living it up. up. Shit, I parse with nothing. Y'all be front and me give my heart to a woman not for nothing never happened i'll be, be forever, forever macking hard-coded assassin i got no passion i got no patience and i hate waiting ho oh, get, get your, your ass in let's hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and karen beyonce turned all that to a lie come on he was the hardest coldest pimp in the world and then beyonce came through and said mm-hmm. when this love hit your ass you gonna be doing songs crying and shit and baby baby please <laughs> girl don't let the family feud okay gonna be... don't you ever leave me girl <laughs> what uh, turn to that keep sweat i know baby i'm begging baby, baby i'm begging begging, begging baby. baby come on she got him right uh, this is the Blackout Tips. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Leave us five star reviews. The official weapon of the show is the Taser and the unofficial sport. Bullet ball, Bullet ball extreme. And uh, yeah, let's just get right into the podcast, guys. We got a lot of stuff, a lot of news hitting the the airways, a lot of things to talk about. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, Kevin Hart and that car wreck. Remember that? Mm-hmm well apparently him and uh passengers are prepping for a vintage ride lawsuit oh shit um hard is taking heat from those injured parties in the september one crash because it was him and some passengers that rode with him mm-hmm. it is 1970 plymouth barracuda um they said uh including the driver and another passenger who say hard showed significant negligence for not having critical safety features installed like airbags and safety harnesses in the car the missing safeguards in question were standard and more modern vehicles but were not common back in the 70s so hart reportedly passed on them adding an extra bit of authenticity to the car the auto uh, body shop who designed hart's car may also be on the hook for allowing a custom job to go through as well reported tmc which said a negligence claim could be rooted in the body shop's decision to go ahead with the job despite the car lacking modern safeguards in the powerful 720 horsepower engine vehicle i wonder how he's probably not the only one with vehicles like that rolling around i mean if you got money like that you know yeah, go ahead and pay for the safety features yes yeah well that's not what i was gonna say but oh. i was gonna say if you have money like that you probably can afford for them not to do the safety features it's not a matter of ah, money okay. it's a matter of authenticity i want this to look like the 1970s version of this car true uh, i can see him doing that but it does seem like it would be illegal to make that car in 2019 oh right right look like the people would be like i know you want to authentic but uh no sir no sir yeah. uh cars back in the day with death trap there was a uh, many of cars the older cars that uh don't be in but everybody in that motherfucker died right so that was just i mean shit <laughs> at a certain time you didn't even need seat belts no you did not so you know but uh yes 
I saw that and was like damn that might explain why they didn't explain a lot about that wreck and all that stuff because mm-hmm, it's some it's some old older cars i see and i almost treat them like 18 wheel i stay away from them because you know newer model cars are designed to crumble i was like damn motherfucker hit me this car this car is totally lost and whoever's in the car with him i mean whether it was a friend or just somebody you know hopefully not a mistress type thing but um whoever's in the car with you even if they get that many injuries like we just know his injuries because he's famous but if they're also injured badly in the crash their people are gonna come to them and say you need to sue of course it's not just about like friendship or not it's just like literally medical costs yes, cost so much costs. you might be dealing with this pain for the rest That's of your it. whole life right. it could be debilitating you need to go ahead and sue and just go ahead and take care of this now and just worry about whether y'all gonna be friends or not after come on which uh which sucks you know yeah it really does but that's that that's just kind of you know how the way shit works and you know then you have some people that uh actually one reason why a lot of people just drive alone i know i don't i don't like a lot of people in the car with me i like to be by myself because this motherfucker get hit i I can sue myself i don't need nobody else piling lawsuits because they've been injured yeah it does make you wonder like when you see those old school cars on the road like you know those rich you'll see like a rich dude rocking an old ass like you know pontiac or some shit and i'm always like so does that car have to pass inspection and if it does it's the same inspection as everybody else's cars like you know do they look at your car and say well you don't need seat belts like i feel like there's got to be some rules that they apply to them as well maybe uh you know maybe you don't have to have a pollution free exhaust but right. you don't have to have some seat, safety seat belt uh, uh airbags because you know there's certain things even though the car is old you had them because you had it this sound like a custom built which means you did some upgrading or change you know what i mean some form of changes to the car so i understand kevin Hart's effect that well the people who bought it i mean i purchased it but they should have told me that i couldn't opt out of that like opting out should not have been an option yeah uh speaking of capitalism megan the stallion has trademarked hot girl summer i don't blame her well she's a capitalist now and i'm out i liked her for a while but look once you start making money moves i have to just value just in case you do some shit down the road um my understanding is that we as black people don't like capitalists so i don't um, i don't know who lied to you i'm here hot girl summer warm girl fall whatever you want to call it freezing girl with them i think they call them thottom thottom okay for for fall um but yeah i have to be out on this um i'm all in no i hope she got insurance on her titanium knees i know she was rapping about getting money and you know all that stuff and scamming niggas but mm, this is just different to me i can't take this kind of stuff this kind of behavior i need my rappers to be Mm -mm positive role models in every Mm-mm. situation and to have my exact Mm-mm. same politics um i don't mm. well uh, i need to have my same politics on everything i don't i don't because i need them to be against capitalism Mm-mm. i need her to be Mm-mm. rapping about some of, some of these sh- socialism bars Mm-mm. you know we what, need those we don't need your standards it'll be hot and boring it would be very very boring um nope i need for y'all to be rapping about uh whatever it is y'all rapping about uh mm-hmm. i'm here for it wow wow i don't need for you to be rapping about your nine to five and pts report nope i just well i just wanted to rap about cooperative economics and less about you know how we need to get money and Mm -mm. i listen to get away um 
you know i feel like a lot of people are just you know it's getting a little too loose right now Mm-mm. and i can't i you know i can't get down like that and i'm sorry that Mm-mm. so many of y'all think that's okay Mm-mm. that's why you ain't got sensible sally out here with a goddamn album nope i'm good wow okay all right well uh you guys heard it here that we both just uh completely disagree on this one yep um, don't see eye to eye ain't two sides Mm-mm. wow okay um well megan the stallion trademarked it uh she says trademark we did it uh just days after discussing her reasoning for the trademark in an interview with allure uh so she's gonna be able to uh do it she got the trademark under her label 300 entertainment uh so it's not even under the rock nation thing that she deal that she signed which of course another capitalist you know jay-z so you know i'll just i had to i see the signs in megan okay she ain't nothing but a black capitalist and black capitalism won't get us free so of course she's out of the group okay no I don't everybody think hot so. girl summer is over it's canceled no it's not it's a wrap it could be hot girl summer all year long go on up and burn these streets up wow summer winter spring and fall i am goddamn here for it okay all right well this will be the last time i play any megan the stallion music no it won't Mm -mm. we is not boycotting megan the stallion i'm down with socialism summer but then nope i don't want none of that Mm, okay uh working families party staffers face harassment after uh, elizabeth warren endorsement so uh the working families party is like a political organization that said hey we endorse senator elizabeth warren and oh man this this primary is so good uh, i wish people okay. could chill the fuck out on fighting about you know their favorites or who's at the top right because i realized today and I, I don't know if people probably already said it way before me but there's so many candidates as each candidate drops out their supporters will go to somebody else they more will. than likely like maybe your fringes like tulsi gabbard they those people might not vote or they might just pick you know a republican or something but let's mm-hmm. talk about the people that like they are liberal and leaning and they are democratic minded and um now these people are dropping out and i don't know why it took me so long thinking this but i was like oh yeah there's fucking 29 people in it every time one of them drops out the polls are going to start getting more reflective of probably the truth right and so what we're going to see is people like biden and bernie sanders probably falling down because what uh, if you're picking these candidates that are at the bottom i'm talking one two percent of the polls if you're picking these guys what you're really saying is i don't want to pick for biden or any of these people up top right but you've already shown a propensity that you will not pick biden so as these people drop out i would assume the polls will start to favor warren harris um uh maybe even sanders maybe uh like other people at the top but other than biden right and whoever gets the most of those people are gonna be the people is that's who's gonna determine who's gonna win agreed a poll today you know obviously it's a poll these are early polls i understand the meaningless this is not me trying to you know i'm not gonna take that back i still i still think these polls don't mean shit till the primary start right to the actual voting in the primary start but i did see a, for the first time ever there was a poll with elizabeth warren leading and i was like oh yeah people are dropping out so now you don't have the choice to say tulsi gabbard got my vote you know or uh you know whoever the jay Inslee has my vote and she's a fucking cyber work so she just adopts other people's shit and makes her program stronger so 
jay Inslee drops out elizabeth warren's like uh i'll take that climate change initiative uh package sir and add it into my repertoire and now we got the jay Inslee climate change initiative as part of my campaign so you know i do think that you know obviously the polls are very up and down it's not a lot to be gained garnered from them no it's not but i do expect the lack the reduction of candidates to to be reflect to probably bode well for the people who aren't in first place right right and like i said this is for the democratic side which is a little different from the republican side um so it's going to be like you said the true numbers will reflect you're going to have some they're going to do all kinds of things but the bulk of them will like you say they'll actually shift to someone else like they're going to shift they're not going to not vote mm-hmm. a lot you know what i mean a lot of these people they're gonna be like okay my candidate going i go somewhere else um and i hope that continues to go on and i hope we don't get a repeat where my candidate didn't win so fuck it and and like that extreme yeah i think that was a lot easier when there were two candidates correct there is no one person with a collection of people that like bernie sanders i think people have to re-examine what happened with 2016 bernie sanders who uh i'm so surprised that i'm one of the few people that says this but was a weak candidate he was um and as evidenced by people call hillary clinton a weak candidate well he lost to her so you can't call her weak and then call him somehow this superman that was gonna if you couldn't be her then you was weaker and i don't think hillary was a weak candidate but since we're disrespecting let's disrespect he was a weak candidate um and he's the outside of he came from outside of their party the dnc and tried to kind of like take it over you Mm -hmm. know and try to leverage a small percentage of people who were like you know let's 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 basically hold this party hostage until y'all give us our way he tried to leverage that into okay now it's our it's my party i just took over all the groundwork you guys have done all of the um down the ballot uh like initiatives and races that you have to fund when you're at the top of the dnc i'm just i'm not doing any of that i'm just doing my thing for me anytime i'm called on that i just call myself an independent anytime you guys say well if you're independent get the fuck out i go well right. it's my right right it's my right to run this in your party right and then he you know they get mad when they was like well they was going for hillary clinton yes nigga because she goddamn supported us who where were you who are you you don't belong here so you know to me he was a weak candidate and he really was a one issue candidate correct uh it was one percent one percent one percent taxes 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 you know there were other issues that he wanted to talk about but they or there were other issues that intersected with this but it all came back to the same issue right if you brought up college he's like free college we're gonna tax one percent we're gonna tax wall street you know like everything came back to money you know because he's a, that's so to me he's a weak con- candidate he had no horrible foreign policy knowledge mm-hmm. um his racial um his racial discussions were just it was it was it was sad because he wanted to be the partner of the candidate of dreams for everybody but black people everybody but black people he skipped the whole goddamn south i will never forget he did not campaign down here well yeah not just that but like candidate like policy wise everybody was getting pie in the sky shit right it mm-hmm. was, you're gonna get free college uh you're gonna don't worry about your housing everyone's gonna get a job you know that kind of shit and then it's like black people are like so what do you think about reparations He's like that's crazy what's wrong with y'all you know so anyway to me he was a weak one issue candidate that's fine he he lost and but this time running in a field of like 20 people even his supporters that are black which are probably basically the only ones i care about even they've had to chill a bit 
i'm starting to see black people that criticize him that were i mean shit some of them was in my mentions in 2016 telling me how bernie sanders was gonna save us all and i needed to stop and i was a hillary clinton you know shield and all this shit you know um i'm seeing those same black people come back around now and be like well some of these liberal white people and some of these people in bernie's camp have some race issues well why are you saying that now because you actually have choices right when you didn't like hillary clinton it was i have to make bernie sanders be the only choice but when you now that you're like hillary's not in the race and and i still feel like a lot of that was on them Mm -hmm. like hillary was a perfectly viable candidate if she was running right now i think she would be in the lead of all these candidates i don't even think it's uh you know I, i think she is a better candidate than these people but um then many of them i put it that way not all of them but she i think she's a as candidate as far as she's put enough work into the dnc into to be um into into politics and into uh being in the you know having some skin in the game for a long time so she did that as evidenced by the fact that when she ran all these motherfuckers knew to chill out they were yeah, like a lot okay. of them didn't even put their hat in the ring they were yeah. like nah i'm not i'm not even going i'm not putting for, a, in the ring. for a weak flaw candidate she sure did get everyone in the fuck line so anyway all that shit to say this more people is actually better than me because now i see people criticizing folks and it's not isn't at least for me because i'm not getting it i'm not engaging i'm just watching it doesn't seem as like ride or die and that's what it needed to be the whole time right like don't like that was the thing i liked about hillary's campaign and her supporters you could criticize her and they weren't gonna dox you or threaten to kill you or try to like harass you all day online like right like they were used to it they were like of course she's gonna get this is you're running for president of course you're gonna get critique sometimes unreasonable sometimes reasonable sometimes it's just you don't like the motherfucker and you never gonna come off of it i appreciated that confidence and she gave that confidence to me as a candidate she had every reason to be like defensive and all this shit that you see bernie sanders do you see joe biden do it all the time shit bill clinton he gets defensive when he's challenged right she was uh in a lot of ways like barack where she rarely gets defensive when challenged about her record she gets more like let me explain the context of that now you might disagree still or you might just be so mad that you're like i don't give a fuck what the context is that's fine but at least she's not just flexing up like you know shut the fuck up you know um and so now that we have so many candidates i'm seeing joe biden get criticized i'm seeing harris get criticized i'm seeing warren get criticized i'm seeing um you know uh bernie sanders finally get criticized and i mean from with from people that that support him and i I think those are the the best critiques don't come from the people that just don't fuck with you you're never gonna get them Mm -mm. but sometimes the critique has to come from in the house like yo you need to get better at this you know and i'm seeing people like get better and i think in my opinion elizabeth warren is probably benefiting the most from that because she seems to be the most like here's my plan and if you go well i don't like this plan she's like okay what what would make my plan better okay well here's my new plan with the thing you said and i think that's going to benefit her in the long run because a lot of these candidates biden sanders we are seeing them get rigid when challenged like no my plan is perfect shut the fuck up you know uh biden got questioned about his record the other day at i think an lgbt uh forum and then he goes you're a sweetheart or you're just a nice person to the person that was questioning him to basically be like this question is unfair and so he did that thing where he kind of tried to belittle her with the and and ease the tension in the room but 
he's so old and this it's 2019 and it sounds dismissive of this person sitting aside from across from you and when you go well you're just you're a nice person because we know what you mean sarcastically is you're a bitch you know and it's like that's a gaffe that's easily avoidable but you felt the heat you had to get a little defensive flex yeah, and he don't listen to his people because sound like he got people around him telling him don't do this don't say this and he old and white and say fuck it and then turn around and look crazy and they like motherfucker what do you pay us for if you're not gonna listen right and then um yeah so uh with bernie sanders we have to go back to 2016 you said something about bernie sanders on twitter russian bots uh progressive people um online like bernie sanders fans all in your mentions all day every day you know and i did bernie so black as a joke and it trended and every and it trended because everybody thought it was funny and then it extra trended because the people that didn't think it was funny got very upset with the people who thought it was funny and made it trend even more and they started unironically being like he's so black he marched martin luther king how about that what have you done black man you know shit like that and so <laughs> and so i remember that time man i got uh harassed um online we would get weird phone calls emails Mm -hmm. you know it was just it was ridiculous you know um and it it really put me in a bad place because at the time i just didn't understand what internet harassment was like and so i would be like most people don't understand it to that extent most people don't until they get till it happens if it don't happen to you you don't know what the fuck you're talking about right and i'm talking about like real internet harassment where it moves off online to offline yeah like people can talk a good game but i mean for the most part when they that's one of the reasons that when i talk about celebrities and their online like being harassed and their mental mental health i sound a little bit more sympathetic than most people because they've never been the center of attention for anything correct so they don't know what it's like when it's a bunch of people that are strangers coming at you over and over and you just can't believe how many people it is all day every day and that's what the bernie sanders thing was i mean they were doxing me or putting my government name on twitter mm-hmm. they were accusing they were writing reddit threads accusing me of being like a fucking political operative just mm-hmm. a bunch of shit off a joke y'all a joke so anyway one of the things they did was they harassed people you didn't get down with bernie sanders you were getting harassed and it became a big thing it was bernie bros people used to give them a name the the couple articles were written about the online harassment and guess what happened to the people who wrote them right they got harassed and so um people would basically say this wasn't real and it had to be fake for them so that they could say he's a great candidate and there's nothing wrong with him they couldn't even address the call coming from within the house and i I remember being on the show many times like these people are gonna lose bernie sanders goodwill online mm-hmm. and then uh and these motherfuckers are not like they're not here for the democratic party they're mm-hmm. not here for voting democrat they literally are just here for this the cult of personality around this one man and anyone who's not down they are harassing into being like well fuck bernie sanders then and and that and i'm that was me if he wins the 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 candidacy i will vote for him please don't get me wrong but i've gotten better but i'm still looking at him sideways and that was 2016 right that was 2016 so now it's 2019 for me now it's 2019 okay i just want to get to i'm gonna get to this article they're harassing the working families party because they endorsed elizabeth warren and I, 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 it's been cool to listen to some black progressives wake up to this. They late. And I'm not, you know, n- no shade. I'm not mad at them for it, but they late as fuck. 
i tried to say something a while ago many people tried to say something a while ago and they they just dismissed everybody as being so pro hillary that we that we was just tripping it's like no y'all are hanging out with some fucking harassing ass element of social media right and they claim to be down with this candidate and it's hurting the candidate well you will hope they learn that lesson well 2019 now they're harassing the um they're harassing these people at the working families uh party um so yeah staffers at the progressive group have received hundreds of furious messages including several using racial slurs against black staffers and at least one celebrating a junior employee's rape now someone's going to tell us that this is fake too because 2016 they were saying this was fake Mm, that's not fake that that, that's real that a this is i might be wrong but my opinion is that the bulk of them voted for donald trump and they never actually went away they didn't give a fuck a lot of them didn't give a fuck they went from bernie sanders to fuck my candidate and they went over to donald trump or they didn't vote oh right or they didn't vote at all uh because it was uh you you ain't picked this man i'm not vote for a woman fuck it and so it was a lot of racist and a lot of misogyny connected to the democratic side anyway in my personal opinion you can't change my mind a lot of black folks everybody across the board it was i'm not voting for her yada 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 you get to talking they're not reasonable they're not rational and you'd be like well you're not voting for her because she's a woman and everybody wants to deny that shit but for some people that was the motherfucking fact i could not pull a level for a goddamn woman okay so like you said you you move on to 2019 these people never went away these people are still there and these people are going to put on these hats again and they're going to come out to quote-unquote do that work for him again and a lot of them same thing they're either not going to vote or vote for donald trump so they don't motherfucking matter for them um and my thing is now you're starting to harass people that are supporting a, a women candidate you know woman candidate you know are y'all harassing the people that support joe biden are y'all harassing the people that support because it's more than just women you know but they come out specifically said we're supporting yeah, this woman i and think y'all asses come i think that's another big problem that i have is or hopefully I, I hope it's a problem that the black progressives over there are waking up to last time it was well hillary clinton's an unlikable candidate okay that's what y'all believe that's what y'all say i knew plenty of people that liked her but okay cool why is every woman running this time there's now there's more than just one woman running all the women unlikable all of them dog how's bernie sanders not unlikable he's ornery he's angry he's disheveled he's he's very defensive when questioned why is he still quote-unquote likable to all these people he was unlikable when hillary was running i was like this nigga way more unlikable than her right like he's a dick like now you may think he's a dick that's gonna get things done and maybe you like that about him but then in that case wouldn't you like that about hillary clinton you know what i'm saying so it was just kind of some it was some weird sexism that they'll never concede they'll never they they'll never admit to it and i think because of that reluctance to admit it you never ousted these people from that group right so now in 2019 it rears its ugly head again where you have people being racist and sexist and you're gonna tell me this isn't a problem within the party or it's just a couple of people you're gonna tell me well guess what it only takes a couple people to ruin your whole thing yes it does um in the days since wfp staffers were inundated with messages calling them liberal sellouts corporate frauds and just as corrupt as the dnc often accompanied with the hashtag bernie or bust now maybe these are trolls 
you know maybe these are russians whatever why are they lining up with your boy though it was not immediately clear how many of the messages were sent by real people and how many were sent by right-wing agitators or how many were sent by bots uh sanders himself has long refrained from personal attacks on his rivals or their supporters and has been quick to decry harassment undertaken in his name the campaign condemns racist bullying and harassing of any kind in any space sanders tweeted thursday we're building a multiracial movement for justice that's how we win the white house yeah it's but there, some people have chosen you as the guy and that, so it's, and it's what is it about you that specifically that makes these kind of people want to protect you they don't do this for anyone else no they don't do it for joe biden no ass they don't be out here ripping and harassing people right joe biden might be the to a lot of people the worst candidate he don't even have the online support like this uh, like i don't know why they picked sanders but this is the guy they picked um and and it's not all bullshit like some of it might be robots and all, some of this shit is real i've talked they, to they real i've people. talked to some of these people i've ta- like real human beings that have emailed me from their fucking work address right. and harassed me and i've been like what is wrong with you you know um the other thing i was gonna say too is i remember when they did this to the uh black caucus the historical black caucus i remember bringing it up then i remember when they did it to john lewis and i brought it up then and there were black people i saw black people being like john lewis is the establishment he's a seller i said how the fuck you like this white man this much right john lewis got beat up on a fucking bridge with dogs sicked on him what's establishment about that well now he's old so is that white man right like you bringing up him marching with king and then he stopped marching that was it like so it's you know it's just so weird to see this dude you know get such protection but i feel like yo 2019 2020 that shit is over now this stuff is sticking to you what are you gonna do to change your the behavior of your supporters or to get these kind of people away from you what are you going to do because the time to address this was back then but uh, you didn't really address them and then all jokes aside when these people are, are attaching themselves to you i'm looking at you going is there something that you're doing or campaigning a certain way that are drawing these nut jobs to you you know when it talks about race what do you do you spend to, e- to, e- uh, to economics, economics yeah. right when it comes the black people shit you don't want to talk about it you don't want to talk about it you don't want to address it but yet all the side you're independent you want to come into a party that guess what niggas vote niggas vote on the largest chunk we vote you got to address us you want to come over here ignore the fuck out of us and then still expect to win you don't really you don't really come down south i know you didn't last time and then you lost the south and then my my thing is that you this is something that you coming out now okay that's cute but you're still not really addressing it and these people will never go away as long as he's running and i think he will continue to run until he dies they're going to be around so it's like you got to fix this shit and so people are associating them with you and they make you look bad and, and i think part of it is that he don't say shit like trump supporters are bad right because he wants their votes you know that, that the working white class is not what it's all about and that he decries identity politics anytime someone brings up race or gender or uh lgbtq issues you know he he endorsed candidates that were with him on his economic policies but against women's rights and race or you know racial equality like dog you wonder why they're sticking to you that's why 
you actually can't those have to be those have to be issues you don't give on the same way you don't give on the economy if you really want to win all these progressive ass voters because if not it's just y'all pretending that this man is some type of fucking super liberal dude that he's not right and then you get mad when everybody goes yeah uh i'm not voting for him yeah or they go he's not a motherfucking democrat yeah you know like well see that's the thing him not being a democrat isn't the thing that's destroying him though like because i think there are people who are willing to vote for somebody who's not a democrat you know Mm -hmm. how much do people love the squad you know and they're all like very liberal socialist type people so it's not just whether he's got the d in front of his name or not it's more than that he's he's something there's something about the fact that he will yield on issues that aren't centered around the white working class that makes people go are you really you know like you 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 know are you really that dude are you the white liberal that mlk wrote about so um but yeah they harass these people uh of course people and and this is not me saying that i think he condones harassment or Mm -mm. any of that so don't write up here with no stupid shit um i i just think that if he was tighter on his other policies these motherfuckers wouldn't even fuck with him correct um so yeah they were sending uh text yeah. messages oh go ahead and like you said it's just a small piece but that small piece is a very loud voice and they are so loud that people actually do look at them right they were sending text messages and emails and stuff and harassing so but it's like dog that that's 2016 you can't go through that again Mm-mm. uh takashi snitch nine uh was in court singing like a bird um and apparently he snitched on fellow rappers cardi b and jim jones and identified them as blood gang members under oath the 23 year old rapper named david hernandez detailed this time with the nine trade gangster bloods on the witness stand and he testified um against two members of his old crew anthony harv ellison and uh edgemiah nuke mack uh takashi listed all people he ran who he ran with in nine tray name checking jim jones and cardi b in the process cardi b has previously said that she used to be in the bloods under cross-examination takashi confirmed that cardi b was in the bloods but denied having copied her path to stardom by featuring his crew in his music videos i know who she was i didn't pay attention he wrote, told the court he previously told the court about how he used the nine trade to increase his street credibility and bolster his career in exchange for bankrolling the gang's operations through his music earnings earnings under his three days testifying over his three days testifying as a government star witness takashi has unleashed a cachet of damning details about the violent acts he witnessed while running with nine trade he publicly distanced himself from the gang days before he and alleged fellow members were arrested in november 2017 the rapper told the court that he cut a deal with the prosecutors the day after his arrest agreeing to testify against his former confidants in exchange for avoiding a 47-year prison sentence when asked on thursday whether he was spilling his vivid accounts to help the government or to get a more lenient sentence he replied a little bit of both so yeah because shit get real until they be like oh we got this real jail time for you forever ever nigga yeah man uh everybody's clowning him for snitching and i get it i mean very few people are gangster enough to actually go to jail and be like i ain't talking shout out to little kim she was like i ain't talking i spend that but most people are gonna be like fuck that yeah and i mean either way is messed up i mean my thing is it's weird to think there's a code for people that did the crimes like you're doing crimes because you're breaking codes you're breaking laws already so this idea that it's a code of the streets or the code in the crime is so so dumb and i mean you watch any true crime 
uh tv show or documentary um i mean the vast majority of these motherfuckers turn on each other and that's how they catch you that's how they catch you i watch fatal attraction all the time i record it off of tv one i love fatal attraction but the vast majority of motherfuckers get caught because one of them just goes ah okay look just give me less time and i'll tell you what happened right because like i said shit get real when it's you that's actually about to go to jail jail everybody everybody gangster until it's real jail time yeah um people was like uh well he how you gonna do witness protection people gonna recognize him i'm like yeah but like are they gonna kill him you know like that's the question i'm not saying that's impossible but like when's the last time you know we saw somebody get killed for snitching in court like that like like maybe some mafia shit maybe but that's it's happening less and less these days it's like motherfuckers be snitching and just be walking down the streets like do to do you know so i don't know maybe he'll maybe he'll be all right this is why i don't commit crimes because y'all know me i'm singing don't commit no crimes don't do nothing around me because i'm going to tell it just move it to just move where ain't no niggas most of the most of these niggas ain't been out the like city they ain't lived in so just move up the street probably be all right um new policy curves nypd's roles in schools as new york city public school students head back to school this week the days when the nypd officers could arrest students for minor misbehavior may finally be over after more than two decades in which the nypd had near total discretion the department signed a policy in june that limits the responsibilities of police officers in new york city police schools the policy i mean public schools Freudian. the policy is part of a school climate effort by mayor bill de blasio give it up for mayor bill i know y'all hate that nigga but damn this is some tangible good shit get these motherfucking cops out of school right they don't belong there we know they racist and we know they're gonna fuck with the black kids get them in the school to prison private line uh school to private prison pipeline and then they can't never fucking recover get their ass up out of there this is what you need to be doing rather than running for president you had no fucking business doing that shit right man act like you got all the time in the world to run some losing ass campaign uh that also includes hiring 285 new school social workers come through limiting out of school suspensions mm-hmm. providing support for educators to practice positive discipline techniques mm. it's a sweeping ambition and impressive package driven in large part by advocates and youth organizers right because the studies have shown this shit helps children uh i forgot the article but they had an article where elementary school children there was like some black children they was having like uh, behavioral problems and they started instead of doing like you know suspending them and all kinds of stuff they would actually do yoga mm-hmm. and they would practice yoga and they were saying they send a tremendous decrease in like the anger and their frustration a lot of them was you know were learning how to communicate better something simple as sitting and meditating sitting and getting your mind right sitting because these children are dealing with a fucking lot you have children that are homeless you have children that are getting abused you have children that are bouncing around the city you have children that don't have anything to eat you have to so i cannot be at a hundred percent when i show up up and not a hundred percent conditioning and the school we pay fucking take care of the children because you treat it like a daycare anyway take care of the children yep um so uh good for them man you know um 
especially being that uh and they bring it up in this article yes especially remarkable in a current cultural moment a post parkland world where school districts are pressured to purchase weapons grant law enforcement access to student records spend limited education dollars on high-tech surveillance the nypd the majority of whose school safety division officers are and will remain unarmed is taking a drastically different approach yeah because that's the thing this new thing is well there's so many guns people shooting up schools we have to have as many officers in the school with guns as possible it's like so wait more guns meanwhile we don't have any stories of like someone was shooting up a school and the officer just came in and shot them and saved everybody like that's that's not that's not what's gonna stop those school shootings and it's also new york where you have gun bans so it's not even like y'all have the same problems of armed people <clears throat> just you know like getting these ar-15s and walking around like it's a lot you know it's a lot harder to have a gun in new york and a lot more penalty if you do get arrested mm-hmm. so yeah i just think that was i thought that was a good move i know uh i'm not from new york so i know that there's a lot of people that hate bill de blasio what i assume to be for probably good reason right but i don't know all those reasons so i'm gonna just uh say that this one is good yeah i can i can say i can support this one yeah like why the fuck that nigga was running for president out (laughs) nigga i have no idea no idea but you know good luck uh fantasia is in the news karen what happened because she thinks women need to submit and that's why you can't find a man <laughs> man what she say this at let me read i'm about to say you might want to read that you know what i already know what she said i'll do it because it was problematic and someone black and famous said it the breakfast club so i'm skipping this article thank you uh <laughs> it's the same oh man how many how many black news cycles i just fueled by somebody going on a breakfast club and saying some dumb shit and then us being like oh, i'm outraged well i kind of think they have a point uh if you look at it this way like nigga no no thanks uh, it's like i should play a game that should be a game on the show is did this shit get said on the breakfast club it's just famous person with a stupid ass quote and then be like what does this say killer mike says black people need to bang black and buy dashigis and leave to africa oh let me guess uh saturday night live reportedly hired shane gillis to appeal to more conservative viewers well i think i talked about on the, hmm? i didn't work out for him but yeah yeah and i think i talked about on the feedback show when uh yesterday a little bit when i was like you know we tried to get this dude the benefit of the doubt because we don't fuck with him or know him Mm-mm. and i was like well maybe he just said a couple offhandedly racist stupid shit during his podcast and uh you should just take it back and he would have a job and uh turns out absolutely wrong like this motherfucker host these is being this guy mr i say the asian slurs i'll say uh you know i'll say fucked up things about gay people and stuff and use those slurs and uh apparently saturday night live was cool with that because you know lauren michaels or whoever else is you know at the top of that table over there they are white people and white people will always be pretty much useless um when it comes to delineating right and wrong in america when it comes to marginalized groups for the most part they're useless because you got to consider the vast majority of them are either perpetrators or benefited from perpetrators of some of the worst atrocities to humankind you can't have slave owner in your background in somewhere in your family 
and think that person handed down a great moral compass to everyone in, that descended from them right so what you end up with is this false uh equivalency that white people like to do that is like well look if we're being too liberal we need to juxtapose that by having some conservatives there because that point of view should be equally as weighted in the whole discourse between the two of us that will be the thing we plap ourselves on the back for and so you go out looking for something like this and then you can't be snl and do this snl at least since 2016 has been a place where they've tried to make liberal comedy which is basically the only kind of funny comedy yeah and also the thing is once you did that those conservative people quit fucking with the show if they were fucking with if they were ever fucking with the show in the first place like they gone and and they, a lot of them are not coming back regardless of what you do so it's like almost like the the nba and the nfl when fans start leaving particularly racist fans start leaving you're never getting those people back well to me it's like this is why trump is in power right because Correct. he's in power because he um there's an appeal to whiteness that and, and what he does and it doesn't matter if you're liberal or conservative if you are white you are more prone to be on some let's hear him out shit or some well i mean he makes some good points or i got an uncle that voted for him or like the the proximity of trump's base to you is much closer than it is to me so the so they don't have the wherewithal to say fuck those people in enough numbers that it that the people that that support him feel isolated and persona non grata and stop fucking around and fucking up our country they don't they don't have it in them they don't have the heart it's the same reason that there were only eight years after the end of slavery after the civil war where they let black politicians be in power there was only eight years in the south where that could happen because at the end of the day the white people in the north despite the fact that they were just being killed by the people in the south and vice versa the one thing that they could come to a agreement on is this idea of like we need to have sympathy for whiteness our poor southern brothers and sisters and oh look how they've been defiled and the the white people are complaining like oh these negroes in this office y'all don't just don't understand how humiliating and hurtful this is and then white people turned the other turned it turned it blind eye towards it within eight years not only that also and this is what kills me, particularly when you talk to people of certain parts of the country. Racism is everywhere. Don't think niggas went up there and they ain't deal with no racism. Like, yeah, like, of course. Like, like a lot, a lot of people of get course. that mixed up, and they just think we just some country bunkers down the fucking south. No, it niggas went up there and got fucking harassed and, and all that shit too. It didn't stop just because they was above the Mason Dixon line. And the only reason why they won, cause so many white people died that they had to. To, to let black people in there it ain't like they wanted to they had to in order to win don't get it twisted right so this is yeah it's definitely not saying the north people were good and the, the people in the south were bad i'm saying the tie that binds them all is this idea of whiteness like the, this like at the end of the day they could not see their white brothers suffer because by being under the foot of black people 
and i didn't mean that they were literally under the foot black people weren't doing anything abusive to them there was no but they just made shit up and then white people were willing to believe it because hey why would our white people lie to us and so you end up right back in power well to me that same impetus that same impulse that is, exists within whiteness is why shane gillis even got a look from saturday night live which is any well if you look at 99 percent of their skits they are very uh liberal progressive ideas like this since 2016 at least you know i'd say in general but just definitely since 2016 a lot of anti-trump stuff a lot of anti-pen stuff a lot of pro uh lgbtq stuff a lot of uh racial stuff where they're talking to you know where it's like this is racist and we're talking about that you know like stuff where they were very like pointedly on a side quote-unquote it wasn't dave Chappelle's, you know i'm on your side except you know uh trans people and women and this no they were coming out there being like we are firmly couched in these sensibilities the only way a guy like shane gillis gets a look if you feel this pressure to need to represent conservatives is if you give a fuck about what white conservatives think and that means something in you is self-sabotaging because there's nothing that was going to happen with this guy on the show as the conservative voice that was going to bring those people back as you said so eloquently to start this those people aren't coming back Mm -mm. so now you're just really kneecapping your own comedy with this unfunny like we got to figure a way out to make both sides of this joke work we can't just have it where you know the the it's wrong to be racist we need to, to, to figure out a way to get it both sides and especially with the idea of hiring your first ever in 47 years asian american or asian i don't even know if he's american an asian person your first ever to then turn around and be like and also this racist dude and don't get it twisted he didn't get ambushed or they walked in there and they said we don't want you here that's not what happened a lot of people on the outside are speculating supposedly what's happened is they had a meeting and they essentially said if you can if you apologize hey no harm no foul we'll 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 get you in the writer's room it'll be fine like we'll we'll not the writer's room but we'll get you on staff you'll be fine and he just refused to apologize because whiteness is that good so it's not a ambush or no matter what he said he knew he was a no he did not know that shit they literally sat him down in that room and said hey just apologize you'll be working here and he was like nah i'm better i'm i'm better off just being i want the freedom to be racist people started to go fund fund me for him the same way they start go fund me for cops to shoot unarmed black people because you're not starting it because you care about this man those cops are always on paid vacation right you're not starting it because shane gillis needs money if he can turn down his job he clearly doesn't need that much money what he what you're doing is i want to pay money to support your racism and your right to be racist and that's the where the money what that's what the the message of those gofundme really are so yeah man uh that's sad that they thought they needed to do that shit and it really sends a horrible message to a lot of people it does because the 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 people that are over there it pisses them off where they go okay them people ain't come back now you're pissing off the rest of your fan base but people are like the fuck am i over here for i don't give a fuck about him and his racist ass opinions yep i mean think about this man um and i always come back to this i remember when we were, we were doing the show when this happened when tosh daniel tosh made a joke i think it was about rape and a mm-hmm. woman walked out of the the audience mm-hmm. 
and i was like well he does do offensive ass comedy you did go to a daniel tosh show i mean yeah it's almost like what what the fuck is supposed to happen but it got big enough that people wanted to petition for comedy central it was getting ready to start to be one of those things where it's like is he gonna lose his show behind this is he gonna apologize or not and he gave a what appeared to be a very sincere apology and i turned on the tv the other day and tosh.0 season 49 is on the air right now come on so he just said i'm sorry and kept securing the bag so this idea that it's cancel culture and pc run amok is not true you could have just as easily been like hey my bad cuz uh that i thought hey i thought we all understood it was jokes and uh don't have to worry about that again and boom let me just head back to my bag you know and i'm and you know what's funny the the kind of people that have shane gillis's back still feel like poor tosh poor daniel tosh poor he should have never had to apologize he is so hurt so shane my point is shane gillis could have won he could have apologized people would have said oh wink wink we know why you're apologizing and, and you know what is wrong with what they did to you man good luck to you we still love you we still support you but his white pride knock on wood wouldn't let him let it go man it's so funny you know white people boy that whiteness is good because mm-hmm. i would have i'm telling you i would have apologized even if i didn't mean it and got that bag yeah because the thing is people that's gonna be mad they're gonna be mad forever but mm-hmm. you know what ain't gonna be mad me when i cash my goddamn checks yeah like you don't even have to mean the apology but Mm-mm. just pretend to give a sincere one most most people will let you at least continue to live correct with the apology i'm not saying that it's everybody obviously Mm-mm. the internet you, you know them niggas will never accept it and that's why i say they're yeah. gonna be mad forever but 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 for the people that matter like just apologize bro it's not it's not worth it uh walmart dumps e-cigarettes largest store in the u.s will no longer sell vaping products now what i find ironic about this guys you can't get e-cigarettes you can't vape in walmart but guess what you can buy cigarettes yeah but say you make regular ass mythos right you can buy regular cigarettes but the the other ones is yeah, they just trying to get them out the paint. I don't like. Do they not sell the same thing? Like, is it not them making the money? Is that what happened here? Did someone other than Marlboro and the big Probably tobacco so. companies mm-hmm. come in and make money off of the e-cigarettes and the vape pens? Would not surprise me. And they was like, because what? Because ha- this makes no sense to me, right? Because what happened? Studies have shown that people who actually start vaping, they actually smoke less. Like, they smoke less cigarettes. Like they actually they still smoke but they don't smoke cigarettes so the sales and ease was just going through the roof and every year the sales was quadrupling and going up and going up and going up so somebody's like we got to stop this shit and i think that's why they was like nope they got to go it's like 15 deaths or whatever the fuck and people are like these motherfuckers got to get out the paint i'm like cigarettes kill way more people than that way more people than that you know what i mean like what y'all the the president uh who doesn't care about anybody's life talking about eat like what is happening is he must got a deal with somebody that was like boy better get to me cigarettes out of here uh, yeah i'm like is big tobacco just like is this a lobby thing i don't know it would not be surprised me would not be surprising if this was some kind of a, a lobbying thing they still sell cigarettes and chewing tobacco but raise the purchasing age to 21 
yeah this isn't the eighth death that was reported this week uh more than 500 people been diagnosed diagnosed with vaping related breathing illnesses uh until now 5,500 5,358 walmart sales club stores sold a variety of e-cigarettes and e-cig products the inventory vary, vary from store to store nah, nah, nah. yeah I, yeah I don't, I don't know man this is so so crazy to me that that this is happening but i mean i don't really smoke so i don't really care one way or the other but i don't know man they're getting e-cigarettes the fuck up out of the paint I guarantee you somebody somewhere is losing money or either the big companies don't see it profitable of going into e-cigarettes or if e-cigarettes come back it'll be something that they they like their e-cigarette products versus whoever else was making the money because that's when people fight shit that's why uh big tobacco and shit like that don't want uh a lot of them fight against making marijuana legal because a lot of people uh no alcohol uh people particularly alcohol and smoking too when people start smoking weed they drink less and they smoke cigarettes less you know studies have shown this and and that's why they lobby not to make it legal because they say if you make it legal for recreational purposes less people will will be drowning themselves in alcohol and, and can actually have a better and sometimes more safer method for them to actually deal with you know chronic pain and all these other things you know so at the end of the day it's about following the money so particularly with trump and novels when this shit like this get passed and everybody making these sweeping changes it's somebody somewhere where money is exchanging hands yep um speaking of banned products instagram posts that promote weight loss will be hidden from users under the age of 18 <coughs> so flat tummy tea economy is about to take a dip how can you guarantee this guarantee how can you guarantee anything can how can you guarantee people can't get e-cigarettes okay maybe they can just break into the e-cigarette factory and steal the shit i mean you can't guarantee nothing that, that you just if your age is at 18 when you register for your instagram account i guess they just won't show it to you but okay there's no fucking way to know i mean you can put your age at whatever the fuck you want it to be that's what i was about to say yeah so uh the app announced that some posts will be hidden from users under 18 while others will be removed from instagram and facebook entirely we want instagram to be a positive place for everyone that uses it and this policy is part of our ongoing work to reduce the pressure that people can sometimes feel as a result of social media yeah instagram's taking a weird tact uh, lately where they want people to not be on there for the like they don't want people to feel bad about not being instagram popular and famous right but at the same time what is instagram if people don't like what is instagram if that's not what people are aspiring to right you want to change the likes you want to do all this stuff and and also truthfully you hit it on the head when we talked about this before at the end of the day instagram don't want niggas making money that they can't put their hands in they see billions of dollars being in exchange that they don't have their hands in based off of you posting on their free platform so they're like we got to do whatever it takes to get this shit out of here unless we get a cut nobody making no money yeah and honestly the other part of this is it is unhealthy for like we do have facts on record that body image stuff is unhealthy for people you know mm-hmm. to to be like these are the surgeries you need to get 
this is you know the ass you have to have this is the biceps and abs you have to have in order to be sexy and in order to be a viable worthy human being and when you're promoting waist trainers that squish all your fucking internal organs into one thing when you're promoting um you know some of these like more unhealthy you know these teas and stuff like that yeah you, you you are gonna have people being like yeah dog this is like maybe we shouldn't be letting people do this and they're probably getting ahead of you know before somebody like fucking sues or Mm -hmm. someone dies or someone blames a bot surgery on them or something just some shit where they put instagram on the lawsuit too they're like yeah so we got to take this off you know at least for people that aren't of age right because we know kids are very impressionable and body image stuff affects them even more Uh, correct uh a woman 26 years old dies after charging a mobile phone and slips at that a charging mobile phone slips into the bath with her she's russian she's a russian accountant she was killed with a mobile phone she was charging fell into the bath she's electrocuted to death in the latest incident of an alarming number of similar tragic cases in the country she was found by her mother vera 53 who rushed to her daughter's home uh when she failed to reach her by phone oh god maybe that was a call that made it slip off the off the counter who knows Possibility. the russian investigative committee is examining the incident report says uh it's believed there have been a charging phone that having a, she was having a bath for slid to the water uh they basically said it would have uh killed her instantly so i don't know if any of y'all are doing this but if you are yeah don't don't anything plugged into the wall just don't be in the water around it I, I feel like that's a you know that's one we all should know they show you many times even by joke photo playful yay somebody in the bath you throw what in there they ain't getting electrocuted yeah hopefully we're spreading awareness and saving a couple of lives if y'all are out here just step out the shower just Cause I, step out because I, I forget you know some of y'all now we're old enough that y'all didn't grow up with a uh, zap come on no that shit hurt um i don't know if y'all remember zap maybe he's not an international or uh national uh person uh mascot but zap was the power safety dude come on he was everywhere he used to teach us be cool about oh wait no fire safety but nah he used to teach us about power safety i about to say do you, do you can you find like an old video or something uh i, I, I was everywhere I youtube somewhere uh but uh he used to come in and be like yo man like don't touch this motherfucking generator um because you you can get fucked up homie it will execute you yeah like oh oh is this him zap light no that's not the same thing nah i think his name was zap it was like maybe it was zach zach uh power i don't know but he but he used to tell you like about electricity and be like hey man like don't fuck with this shit it's gonna kill you like do you know you see that um you see that uh power generator you know that like it look cool don't fucking touch it you know like uh or maybe if i put electricity safety commercial maybe that'll do it but yeah i i I don't know if everybody had that dude and we obviously didn't plan this i didn't uh i just thought everybody fucking knew about it but yeah it would always be like kids playing this some some water or some shit and he'd just come through and be like hey dog don't fuck y'all doing and then you go oh shit we ain't supposed to be hanging around trees in a 
in a storm and, and then you just fucking you just stop doing it but i don't think that uh i don't think kids have that anymore no they don't you know it yeah. might just be a duke power thing because i'm not seeing right that. i'm looking at the commercials and they don't have him specifically so that might just be a north carolina thing right there's some, some something that we grew we we grew up with here yeah yeah because i'm looking for him but i remember that motherfucker and he might you know he'd be like hey man don't plug your fucking radio in and hop in the shower dumbass you know they didn't say it like that but you know <laughs> but he'd be like man you can die with this shit okay it's not a game it's not a game try to save your fucking life dummy yeah power company played that shit was like hey kids don't be doing it'd be like don't stick a a, a a fork in the power out you know the electrical outlet shit like that yeah it would come in right after uh cartoons now i don't think kids really have cartoons on the main channels no more they have it on cartoon network and stuff right and cartoon network isn't a local thing really so they don't have local commercials right everything is national so uh you know i guess kids not learning this shit so hopefully we just saved a life one of y'all get fucked up charging your phone in the bath and shit like that or whatever like come on man uh all right let's see uh let's get into some other segments we're getting kind of late in the show to do some uh fucking with black people guys uh bring that uh bring that playlist up um all right taking this time and here we go oh okay i actually need to rewind this okay now here we go we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe makes us feel fucked with the wheel side point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody hey everybody's back um all right let's see who's fucking with us today um a six-year-old girl got arrested for having a tantrum in school oh no very reasonable you know you ever see a kid having a tantrum and you're like we should get the fucking police involved and maybe take her to jail that'll that's that'll teach this six-year-old that's how they learn um it's always our kids for some reason it's always never read these articles about anybody but our kids always our children Hmm they'll just look up and be like man they really sent this little white boy to jail Hmm. a six-year-old girl's arrested at elementary school on thursday in orlando shout out to florida okay doing it big trying to stay in the worst state race okay trying to beat us out i feel you oh we get a chance i found a video you did find a video Uh uh-huh well did you put it in chat already or something uh, i will all right so uh she was arrested um at her elementary school on thursday in orlando after she threw a tantrum what do you mean she was arrested he said um there was an incident and she kicked somebody and she is being charged uh and she is on her way six-year-old kia's grandma said uh kaya roll is like most little girls she loves pink and has a cheery outlook on life. 
Come sit down. But after what her grandmother says happened on Thursday, the bubbly six-year-old has little room to focus on school. After she got a call from a school resource officer saying Kaya was arrested. They say, "What do you mean she was arrested?" Say there was an incident and she kicked somebody. And she's being charged, and she's on her way. Marilyn Kirkland says her granddaughter's journey to the juvenile detention center by Orlando police officers began at. Now I do want to just add in real quick. Kaya could be bad at school. I don't know, and I do understand it's the news propaganda that's making me look at her adorable playing around and all this stuff. I'm not saying there's never a black child who's misbehaving in school and obviously this is the other side of the thing like somewhere i imagine her teacher watching this with his arms or her arms crossed being like that's not how she be acting that's not the fucking point that sure ain't so this is not to say the tantrum didn't happen or whatever nigga jail you arrested my child right now i appreciate the news for doing this loaded very uh sympathetic piece don't get me wrong we don't normally get these so i appreciate it but yeah i, I recognize she could be yeah, somebody, i'm like somebody that she cut somebody even then yeah she could have been in school pulling hair i don't know but come on get the fuck out of here lucius and emma dixon academy charter school she's arrested and she has a charge she's charged with battery the disorienting chaos too much for kirkland to process she has a medical condition that we're working on getting resolved so he says what medical condition so i said you know she has a sleep disorder sleep apnea he says well i have sleep apnea and i don't behave like that the first grader handcuffed and carted off where the grandmother says she was fingerprinted and even had a mugshot taken no six-year-old child should be able to tell somebody that they had handcuffs on them and they were riding in the back of a police car and taken to a juvenile detention center to be fingerprinted, mugshot. Kaya, equally as upset. No, I'm good. But happy to be home. I felt sad that my grandma was sad. And I really missed her. Yeah, I know know that teacher mad as hell, but listen um it really i it's so many steps to this i can't believe the police didn't show up and go okay this is kind of ridiculous i mean we're not we got going other to, protocols before y'all get to us we're not going to charge a six-year-old with a crime take her fingerprint her and mugshot her this isn't scared straight whatever the fuck six-year-olds do six right All right and i'm like i said i'm not saying the behavior couldn't have been a bad correct i'm not i, I know I'm, I'm sure there's teachers that listen to this kind of shit and they're like these motherfuckers be acting like you know we can just do like 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 the job is just easy and the kids all come in and act right and shit i'm just saying there's no steps between fucking this and jail how there's no other how is no call. one questioning that you know what i mean <laughs> like no cop has to fucking be like no police officer has to be held accountable for the fact that he was like all right let's get a mugshot let's go do this like you should be like oh yeah okay we'll take her out of class yeah we, mm-hmm, yeah we're gonna book her yeah we got you buddy yeah very upset and then you just take her down the hall and be like sit in the cafeteria for like 10 minutes okay we're sorry this is she's tripping okay like there should be so many steps what happened to fucking in school detention or after school detention or, we skipped yeah. all that bullshit what happened to iss like jail nigga 
i'm sorry that's that's just too far man i i'm because i just want to i'm being clear to be like i'm not some unreasonable because i've seen unreason to me what has been unreasonable liberal people that have said i remember we there was an article where a fucking kid kicked the teacher in the knee and tore the teacher's acl and people were like well why the kid get in trouble i'm like well nigga someone gotta get in trouble like what the fuck my knee and pop out of place on his own i'm not this is not a defense against any level of like there's just nothing a kid can do it's a child like i'm being reasonable there's a whole lot of steps between this and jail there's a lot of consequences that you can get before you get here even if it's something where the child is a quote-unquote repeat offender there's still other steps before we can get to go here and icing on the cake was the the person she was talking to talking about i got some nigga you fucking ground you're ground this is a six-year-old right and your kid just threw a tantrum oh well okay what does that mean i'm grown and i don't act like this motherfucker you're going to jail that's what it means you're going to jail that's what's gonna happen now your kid do something they had to they had to go to jail there's no in between anymore no in but motherfucking between you're going to jail just that's that's what we had it guys we your kid hey only brown kids though I don't see no white kids getting swept up in, in, in oh, you, you throw a tantrum jail jail my nigga that that's reasonable <sighs> anyway uh zero to a hundred oh a hundred okay dracars for me i know nothing ever gets dracars for you <laughs> dracars this shit was the fucking disgusting. the worst seeing a little black girl get treated like that like that it's fucking traumatizing yeah. she's just a kid man like and plus like why are we asking like so what's going on in this kid's life <sighs> like white kids shoot up the whole fucking school right and kill people and we be like so what happened what they mentally insane what's what going on not even, no, i'm not talking about that part what happened in his life to get him to this point correct because they have compassion were the other kids picking on him is everything okay at home like we do that with with killers killers jail six-year-old black girl jail that was the first step okay um let's see uh chris rock is writing a new book on race and relationships the Emmy winning comedian Chris Rock is writing, publishing a new essay collection according to New York Times. My first black boyfriend will chronicle Rock's experiences with race and relationships, including stories dating back to when he first began doing stand up comedy in the eighties. A lot of celebrities write books and they don't always have something to say, said Deb Futter, the senior vice president and co publisher of Celadon. I think Chris Rock has something to say. <laughs> that's, that's such a non committal quote. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people write books and they don't have anything to say i think he's gonna write a book with something to say guys all right all yeah, right because i know the shit gonna sell my first black boyfriend isn't rock's first rodeo in the writing as he wrote his first no hold bars book rock this back in 1997 the former saturday night live cast member wrote about touchy topics at the time including president bill clinton the oj simpson saga and race the book became a new york times bestseller yeah i read that book i remember it was basically like his stand-up but as a book it was very funny but uh this idea though 
I don't know if this gonna go the way you think it's gonna go, Chris. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, Times have changed, so it's gonna be interesting. I don't know what the bestseller gonna look like. I mean, it's saying like an instruction guide to black.com going on right now. I don't understand how, I mean, is the hook gonna be that is about how many inter, how many interracial relationships you've been in or, mm-hmm. you know, are some of the black women you're dating, are you the first black man to date the black woman in it like this just seemed like a really weird hook for a book um and in the time of our lord and savior michael b jordan who gets clowned daily i just don't know come on if this is happening uh the way you think it's gonna go bro mm-hmm. so um anyway Karen, zero to a hundred. Oh, zero. I, I don't care okay okay i'm gonna give it a tentative 50 off the gate because i know black people gonna be mad when this book drop and the, the excerpt start coming out about how something about white people and black and being the first black man to date a white person and shit like no one's ever done it before Mm-hmm. yeah tentative 50 let's just start right there and work our way up because chris gonna make them mad of course uh all right let's see uh i'll do another one you know what i have something to do at three so i'm gonna start turning it down oh okay i put that video in there oh yeah you do want to see i don't know if you want to scroll up to get to it Uh, oh you want me to repost it i'll see if i can find it um oh wow the chat's pretty active today scroll that's why i was asking you you want me to repost it oh yeah go ahead repost it then because i can't even see it um but yeah man uh shout out to my man chris rock out here uh just about to about to i mean i guess it's the point of being rich right yes it is i just Let posted me, it I got, I got it um i guess it's the point of being rich like what's the point of being rich if you can't just be like i got enough money to say let me piss off all the black people and specifically black women i mean because let's be honest black men aren't gonna be aren't gonna be mad no they're not so that's a totality not that someone won't be but as a totality no. yeah they won't be i'm just telling you right now they won't be all right so we're gonna play this commercial then do some guest the race it's real short yeah, it's 30 seconds, but you know, my computer <laughs> take 30 seconds just to turn shit on. Okay, guys, you know how it is. Uh, shout out to YouTube. Um, alright, well, I guess loading in the background. Um, okay, oh, you did find him. That's mm-hmm, him. Mm hmm. How'd you find it? What was you searching for? Uh, Duke Powell mascot. Okay, Duke Powell animated Christmas commercial. I love decorating the tree. Me too. Hand me the light, Zach. Can I plug them in? Sure, but no more than two plugs in one hour. Yeah, we don't want to cause a fire by overloading the circuit. And we have to unplug the lights when we water the tree, or leave home, or go to bed. Cause a safe holiday season is a happy holiday season. Hey, where's the star? Here I am. Happy holidays, everyone. This message brought to you by your friends at Duke Power. Yeah, so okay, I didn't realize that was just a Duke Power. I mean, not Duke Power, but like a. a but that's him, know. and that's and he was basically he always played like the dumbass. Mm-hmm. So it would be like I'm gonna put this stick on this. I'm gonna touch this this electric pole with this stick, and they'd be like Zach, don't no, be dude. dumb. Uh, you can't do. You like, but why can't I lick a generator? Uh, come on, Zach, <laughs> you gonna get killed, nigga. <laughs> don't stick that fork in the outlet why not right but i'm hungry okay dummy so that was the whole thing and it's really teaching you the kid like don't be a dumbass like that 
come on yeah i think some of the actions may have showed him being electrocuted this one was like christmas the one i showed friday christmas special i guess they need to bring the shit back huh apparently so people just don't know everything ain't waterproof don't charge your iphone while you're taking a bath dumbass but i'm i want to tweet and i'm dirty shut the fuck up zach put that shit down that's stupid (laughs) all right let's go to uh let's go to guest the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the no one game should go across our podcast way we read to play news articles all over the globe we ask our contestants to guess the race including karen <laughs> and everyone that plays is a stone cold racist all right let's get into the racism um a mother is jailed for lying about the real father on birth certificate to spite her ex holy shit mm-hmm. a bitter mom who lied about who the identity of her baby's father was despite her ex has been jailed for eight months you can go to jail for that yeah because because they want to know the truth like that person's gonna be legally accountable and all that shit they was like no wow i thought you just went on maury i didn't know you Mm -mm. can go to prison the birth certificate that's different than didn't you say the birth certificate right uh or am i not listening yeah birth certificate yeah the birth certificate is different than uh because you know a lot of times when they don't know it's na because my birth certificate says na when they don't know the father so it's blank i just did not know you could fucking go to jail though yeah. i i thought you could i don't know because they like you fought that out in court and then they was like okay we'll take this nigga's name off of here i didn't know it was like uh you said jim <laughs> you going to jail bitch because, you going to jail but, everybody get out of court because she actually knew so they was like no we want okay. to know who the real father is and this probably like affects food stamps and assistance shit like that i was like government was like you can't do this louis louise boyce named her boyfriend nathan legat as father of her newborn on the birth certificate instead of the former her former partner ashley sace boyce 30 acted out of spite by leaving mr sace off the birth certificate after the pair went through a bitter breakup so she took him it was his kid and she was like no i'm putting my new man on here mr uh uh, laggett uh who is 34 was aware of the scam and cried while signing the document telling the staff it's a bit emotional to register the baby's birth he cried signing himself up for 18 years ain't that something social services investigated the scam and a paternity test later revealed who the real father was uh boyce and laggett both of men mansulton swansea were arrested and admitted willfully giving false information concerning registration of a birth david so maybe it's illegal there but not here maybe that's the thing david singh defended boyce and said she had a desire for leggett to be the baby's dad uh andrew evans no matter what you desire i mean yeah you can get him to sign his parental rights away then correct andrew evans defending Lagat said he had a genuine desire to play an active role in the baby's welfare and wanted to be loyal to boys boys who was pregnant again was jailed for eight months and Lagat jailed for six months at swansea crown court karen guess the race oh black karen says black let's check the chat room see what they believe 
there were two men in the baby's life white what was the names okay so her name is louise boyce the new boyfriend's name is nathan legat and the old boyfriend's name is ashley sace Ooh. okay you didn't keep reading that guesses okay all right uh shoot up the school white <laughs> when yay lyrics come true black white white some nigga shit tyler perry movie from mom black from a country i've never heard of white so they wanted to be on the birth certificate this is news to me black unicorns melania trump white and white and karen final I'm answer going black karen sticking with black and she's of course dead wrong they were white <laughs> <laughs> many of you did get it correct though uh there we go and that's what she looks like is it showing up yet give it a couple seconds give it a couple seconds yeah it's really white she's white and there's uh laggett her the dude who put his name on the birth certificate knowing he wasn't a damn daddy and was crying and uh they don't have a picture of the the dude who uh was the real baby daddy mm-hmm. but uh yeah white people play too much man damn it so i mean it's not i just didn't know you go to jail for it but i think it might just be over there I okay i don't think that's something people go to jail for in the united states really so um let's see let's do another one um a man who set up cell phone the camera to catch going coming goings and coming in the public restroom please no contest what a florida man who rigged a video camera in his cell phone to capture scenes inside of a restroom at a mountain home convenience store entered a no contest plea to amending amended charges during the session of baxter county circuit court thursday 36 year old crawford lee croxton who lists an address in panama city florida was given three years probation croxton is reported to have criminal record in five states what and we giving him probation he was listed as a parole absconder in florida at the time he was arrested for hiding a cell phone and secretly taking videos of what went on in the best in the bathroom uh croxton pled to two felonies breaking or entering and fleeing a misdemeanor charge of video voyeurism was dropped by the state a baxter county sheriff's investigator responded to the business august 2nd after employee reported finding the cell phone hidden beneath and behind the toilet what so they dropped it but that's literally what it is they broke into a restaurant and put this shit up must have taken a plea According to the probable cause affidavit, the phone actually recorded Croxton as he positioned and repositioned the phone and moved several objects in the restroom to better conceal it from view. After he was satisfied the phone was well enough hidden, Croxton left the restroom. He put it in his iCloud. In his iCloud? Yeah, you know when you do videos that go straight to the iCloud? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, One male was captured by the camera using the restroom after Croxton departed. Uh, investigators obtained photos of Croxton on the phone and posted them on the sheriff's office website asking for help in locating them August 13th a citizen tip came into the sheriff's office that the suspect had been spotted on the US highway uh, driving a 2016 SUV with Louisiana license plates deputies responded and saw the driver turn into a restaurant in the Walmart area Croxton was reported to have left his vehicle and run into the restaurant he quickly exited the building on the opposite side and fled across the highway he was he was cornered and arrested near the harbor freight building 
he admitted to placing the phone in the restroom and activating the video camera he said he was trying to catch his girlfriend cheating on him with another man Mm-hmm. well you mm-hmm. was just trying to look at some dicks i don't know uh karen guess the race white karen's going with white let's check the chat room and see what these people believe this all sounds very white white peewee's big adventure white <laughs> he wants to see some peewees rigging a phone up in the convenience uh. store bed bathroom for low-grade voyeur prison porn plus getting probation for the crime that nigga white white dude shit white think everybody went white on this one and everyone in this case you guys actually are correct good job everybody you got this one you knock it out of the park right away uh and yeah he was white um yes he was i don't know who he was trying to catch necessarily Ooh. if that was his catch your girlfriend cheating but in the bathroom seems to be kind of a kind of a like huh did she work there like what was the what was the deal with that you know did they even confirm that this girlfriend was uh, an employee there we just finally made that shit up right so i don't know uh all right we'll do one more and we'll get out of here guys um you ready for the bonus round karen let's do it Double the points, double the race. Double the points, double the race. Double the points, double the race in the bonus round against the race. So far, Karen is one and one. But now that everything's on the line, can she make up for her mistake? Let's find out, Toby. Yes. All right. Uh, cops. Bad beef sparked woman's attack on wife. A Florida woman, of course assaulted her wife after discovering the victim sleeping in her spot on the bed oh shit ashley crampton 33 oh bad beef i said bad beef third bad beef ashley crampton 33 was arrested yesterday for domestic battery following an altercation in the couple's room at budget inn in clearwater oh living high on the hog come on picture that right crampton was booked sunday in the pinellas county jail on a misdemeanor charge according to the arrest affidavit crampton's spouse told police that her wife was upset she was sleeping in her spot on the bed crampton cops allegedly kicked the victim off the bed with her feet oh they alleged that she wow she kicked the wow that i see karen sleeps on my side all the time when i come in there i just politely say move and i'll move over when the 26 year old or just you know act like you really really want to fuck and then they'll be like oh let me move i was trying to sleep come on when the 26 year old sought to get back up onto the bed that's a way to get me to move like i'm sleeping though like oh you oh you in here getting good sleep i'm trying to fuck i'm trying to fuck like oh i'll get on my side i'll get on my side i uh, move damn it i move <laughs> we have fun guys it's all it's all fun uh get back up onto the bed when she sought to get back up onto the bed several hours later crampton allegedly punched her multiple times in the back of the neck oh goddamn! so she didn't just kick her off the bed when she tried to come back and be like oh hey i want to get back on the bed you uh it's hours later she's punched her wow when uh when questioned police crampton reportedly advised that she snapped and did slap the victim crampton claimed that she struck her wife because the victim got on top of her and started hitting her first oh here we go 
police reportedly observed no injuries on the victim who has been married to crampton for three years so all right karen guess the race of uh what was her ashley crampton crampton black karen's going with black let's check the chat room and see what they believe her race is black uh when ooh girl that's my spot goes wrong white <laughs> was she sleeping in the wet spot it was the same sex relationship as both of them in the wet spot i don't know i don't, I don't know. know enough you know what i'm gonna back off of that i don't know the rules uh black that's sheldon spot white ashley was ashy black she put her foot on someone and she's still alive white colonizer of beds it's <laughs> white trying to scissor but got the shit beat out of her white the correct answer is many of you guys went white karen went with black and in a rare case guys karen's right you're all wrong she was black now i do have to be fair she is very light-skinned so hold on let me uh let me uh and ashley got me but i listened to that last name i said that sounded like that. Look at that. so that's her right there and she appears to be a light-skinned black woman with freckles and uh, velvet hair yeah vel- uh, some red velvet haircut uh mm-hmm. there so um uh, man that was a roller coaster ride all right let's, let's go to sore ratchetness guys and get out of here A man called Fat Boy threatened to attack a pregnant woman with a sword. Black. I don't know his race. I don't know if they have his picture. A Florida man goes by the nickname Fat Boy is behind bars after deputies say he threatened to slice a pregnant woman with a sword. William Mendenhall, 43, was arrested Wednesday on charges related to aggravated assault on a pregnant woman after deputies say an argument about a bicycle turned physical. Goddamn. Yeah. Um over an argument over a bike you know whatever happened to the time when you just used to spokes to people it's like you know why can't he just uh get a handles on the situation She should have just put the pedal to the metal. Yeah, I guess it quickly got out of first gear. Mm. <laughs> I don't even know that one. I don't even think that one. i just decided fuck it i was trying to stop it the whole time spotify was like nope 
he didn't cut it because he still had his training wheels on all right see if i can get it to work again um hopefully go party time you'll have to it's just playing in the back it's, it's like it's playing but it's not jesus christ <laughs> it used to work fine and then it just stopped one day you used to be so beautiful anyway uh imagine the csi theme guys okay oh. um so yeah uh oh, he didn't put her up to speed on the situation <laughs> sounds like he got huffy yes huffy <laughs> he walked off in a huffy all right um all right uh, <laughs> when the woman tried to stop him in the hall who police described as heavy built at six feet 290 pounds pushed her and said he was going to hurt her when she, he then chased her into his home and threatened to strike her with the sword police refused to disclose his relationship with the woman deputy say that means it's probably domestic deputy Come say on. they arrested mendenhall without incident and are holding him in the lando lakes jail with the bond set at thirty thousand dollars all right guys that's it for today thanks for listening we Thank appreciate you. y'all um, we'll be back uh later on in the week and until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.